we are back, kind of. Sort of. What? <laughs> we don't know. Uh, welcome to the very first uh, Daddy Issues with Champ and Kingsbury, Minnesota. 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 Mini episode. Yeah, get it? Minnesota, mini episode. I think those exist. We didn't create those in podcasts. No, we're no. we're not talking about Minnesota either. But don't you know, Degali is a good uh, good viewing. You always have like you've got good accents and impressions, man. I wish I could do it. Everything comes out like <laughs> I got like a southern drawl sometimes. Southern drawl sometimes. <laughs> That's when his drink Down in bourbon. Minnesota. <laughs> I mean, up in Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, do you know that's gotta have a lot of work there? Yeah. Um, um, okay, so <laughs> this is a minute. This is a minisode. Uh, basically, we're trying to recap things. It's just gonna be us two on this episode. Yeah. So any any episode, anytime we have a minisode, it'll just be us, and we'll yeah. just be shooting the show. Actually, we're still coming in with like little topics and themes to talk about because shit still keeps happening. Right? Yeah, yeah. Life goes on even with uh, the. After the tragic accidents that happened and befalls. Yeah, so for those that maybe don't know, maybe you don't follow us on Twitter or on Instagram or on Facebook, uh, but we had an accident. Um, our MacBook Air... Uh, Decided to drink a beer. He drank a beer. Um, and he died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't. So we lost a lot of things. Uh, we Thanks. lost uh, we lost our original pilot episode, which we were doing some tweaks on, that we were going to drop as a bonus episode later. Um, we got uh, Ward Anderson. No, no, Ward Anderson uh, dropped. We got right, Ward. We got, oh, yeah, we we're missing Rodney. Rodney yeah. Ramsey's episode, which is fantastic. And I've got a guy working on the laptop. Apple told me that it was like... KIA. KIA. Uh, but this guy, he's he's done work on laptops before and made he's, them work. He's optimistic. He's optimistic. He's cautiously optimistic that he's going to be able to at least retrieve some files for us. Uh, and on the other side of things, like we're just waiting to be able to afford to record on something more than an iPhone XR. And totally. Because now Champ needs ever sent because someone joined us. Dun, 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 dun. Someone important. Oh, yeah. I had a baby. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Someone joined Champ's life forever. <laughs> so, yeah, that happened... Uh, yeah, 10 days ago. 10 days ago. Now. 10 days ago. We're going to talk a little bit about that, because today when we kind of jump into things a little bit more, we're going to be talking about birth stories, because birth stories are traumatic. And everybody's got one. Yeah, everyone's got one. Even if you don't have a baby, you have a birth story because you were fucking born. Yeah. And this is the way that we can document these stories to remind these little bastards... <laughs> That they should not be ungrateful because of the things that they did to their mother's vaginas. Yes. Or did, stomachs. Or because, stomachs you know, uh, did to their mothers in general. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, anyways, before we jump into that, was there something? We, what? I was freaking... We're drinking... Oh, yeah, what are we drinking? Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, hey, unsegmented population. We're drinking. We're drinking the finest India extra pale ale from Overflow Brewery. Overflow is located on Calador Avenue. Uh, and Overflow has a cool comedy show. Can we talk about that? Yeah, we, are we allowed to? We can, can we promo the shit out of that? We can promo the shit out of that. There's a little right. thing called Dirty Birds Comedy Festival that's going off. And uh, Overflow, as well as Vinnie Brewing, and a Stray Dog out in the East End are hosting three of the shows for this uh, this festival. And uh, it's going to be huge. It's a huge, uh, huge honor to be able to have each show... All shows headliners, guys. We don't really have like a lot of comedy festivals in Ottawa. No, we really right? don't. Right? No. And so this is really exciting for us because, you know, we have the Cracking Up the Capital Festival, and that changes every year. You never you know never what you're going to get. Yeah, it's a big-time turkey shoot, for sure. 
Um, but at the same time, like, you know, and that, that puts, like, some of us local performers at a bit of a disadvantage. Yeah, because we don't get credits. to showcase and do things like that. And, you know, um, in general, not to showcase Ottawa's really great talent. And, and it, it is great talent. We got, oh, we man, got a lot huge. of great people here. You're going to meet a lot of them over the next however long we do this. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, and we've been the lion's den for a long time. There's legends and, and yeah. so many important people have come out of Ottawa. And uh, it's hard not to have a conversation, like, about comedy and not have a comic from Ottawa come up in the conversation. Yeah. Like, just, like, in, in general, like, we were talking about um, Dave Chappelle's Netflix special yeah. outside uh, just before we came in. And fucking Norm Macdonald in the credits, yeah, he's, he's the guy who's with, he's with him, him, right? Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, Norm Macdonald, that's an Ottawa boy, right? He started, he started, he started here. here. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, and then you think of Norm Macdonald, you think of Mike Macdonald. You think of Mike Macdonald. <laughs> yeah, you think of Jeremy Hotz. Jeremy Hotz, he was Hots. just he was here. here. Yeah. I know, he was here like the week that my baby was being yeah, born. Yeah. Or I would have been there to see him. Yeah, exactly. And, I took, know, not to mention Don Kelly and a bunch of others. Well, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's not even counting like the people that still perform locally, right? Like Don Kelly is huge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Hots. Hots was in town recently. So yeah. I actually took a, a workshop, a therapy, like a therapy workshop um, on boundaries, barriers, and like burnout oh. uh, that was taught by Dr. Steve Hots. Who's oh, Jeremy's Jeremy brother? brother. And yeah, like, yeah. so I'm sitting there for the first like four hours, and I'm just like, "How the fuck do I know this guy?" And then he, he would put he would put his hand and like his elbow in his hand, yeah. and he'd put his fist up to his chin, and he would mutter something under his breath. I was like, "He's fucking Jeremy Hotz's brother." <laughs> <laughs> and I went up to him and I was like, "I was like, you're Jeremy Hotz's brother." He's like, "Yeah, yeah." He just had a new special come out. Uh, Jeremy Hotz did go check it out. It's yes, nice. yeah, check out Hotz for sure, yeah. for sure. As well as check out the new Chappelle. Uh, good or bad, there's gonna be you, whether you hate it or like it. You know, people are talking about it, so be informed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah. We're part about this one. Uh, we're part about this one for sure. All right. So yeah, that's um, what we're drinking. That's what we're overflow. doing. Overflow. I'm trying. Overflow. I'm trying their India Pale Ale. Their, their pilsner is awesome, and it takes a while to make a pilsner. So when you find a pilsner, it's uh, it's that's really good. Yeah. It's, it's hard to find a good pilsner, right? Yeah. Like my go-to steam whistle, just because like as much as it's like do a bit tart, but yeah, I mean, if I go for the old-fashioned like. Uh, Pilsner, mm. like yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah. two dollar can, the two dollar can ones, yeah, that's what my granddad in America to. for the Americans, that's like our cheapest tall boy, like, yeah, yeah, you know, cheapest tall boy, it's two dollars. It's not, it's not great up here. No, 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 it's not. It definitely sometimes requires uh, a little bit of tomato juice, just like yeah, ah, mellow it out. Uh, but yeah, so um, this, uh, it's good to good beer. What we're drinking and cheers. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, they're awesome. So go to check out their comedy, uh, the comedy festival. We started there. Yeah, right? like, Dirty Birds Comedy Festival uh, dot com, uh, and check that out. Uh, there's tickets online and available at a bunch of different stages. Please come check out Overflows. It's running the ethnic show, and that's going off uh, Thursday, October seventeenth. Thursday, October seventeenth. You heard it here first with Kingsbury. Good times. All right, cool. So uh, that's that portion. All right. So yeah. <laughs> We're, we we don't have a lot of our little segments and our little fun stuff today. We're going to kind of just jump into this because this is the Minnesota. It's not going to be an hour and a half. It's likely going to be 40 minutes. Also, <laughs> we recorded this twice already, 
And we fucked it up both times. Yeah, yeah. Like, last week, we met together like three days after, <laughs> or not even three days, it was like two days after the baby came. Yeah, and we had some fresh, raw and, stories about and birthing. And we were drinking tequila. Man, it was oh. beautifully warm outside. And, you know, it was, we got a little loose. If we ever find a way to put it on a different format, we'll release this as a bonus episode. <laughs> because it, it was, was beautiful. It was interesting. Yeah, it was great. Um, <laughs> and then I, I, then I found out, because... We're stuck, while we don't have a laptop or anything, we're stuck using the iPhone. Um, I accidentally used a recording thing that doesn't have a transferable um, format. Yeah, when I tried to email it or throw it into Dropbox, it just came off as this one weird format that did not work. So, um, All this talk of Pilsner has made me thirsty for Pilsner. <laughs> I have to finish this IPA. It's really strong. It's a 6.5. Uh, you know, like a good IPA has a good 6 to 7% alcohol content. So, like, I just drink them a little bit slower than the average. Very This was only a 4.3, the extra. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Roger that. And it's got this cool um, B-17 Flying Fortress-like 1940s scripted anime dropping kegs of beer like they are bombs. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. And it has uh, where the hops are coming from. As most cans do. We... I yeah. think we talked enough about overflow. Yeah, fine. <laughs> <laughs> birthing story. So Champ's birthing, birthing oh. story was pretty crazy. Um, let me there we go. Champ's birthing story. <sighs> wow. How long was she in inactive labor for? Okay, so yeah, I guess we have to start. So our due date was the 15th of August, right? And the 15th came and the 15th went. We hit the 17th and then like at 2 p.m., her water broke. And it was like, like Niagara Falls. Well, yeah, broke, it, started, right? it started off like she, we were we were still kind of like just lying in bed because we felt like something was gonna happen and we were taking it slow. And then she's like, I was like just getting out of the shower and she is like, uh, I think my water broke. I sat up and I think my water broke. I was like, okay, well you should call the hospital and let them know. And then she like called them and then as she stood up like. <laughs> So we went. We went to the hospital. Obviously, uh, it turns out that everybody and their dog was having a baby on August seventeenth. So her water had broken, but contractions hadn't started yet, right? Yeah. So they sent you back home. So they, yeah. Well, they, they originally because they don't want you to be uh, like that for more than twelve to twenty four hours. Twenty four hour max. So because her water broke at two p.m., they said we'll induce you at two a.m. And then we were getting ready for a two a.m. inducement, and then they came like later in the evening. They're like. Bitches be having babies. <laughs> There's no room. We don't have a person to induce. Like, we will not have anyone to induce. So you just need to go home. We cannot bring this baby before 6 a.m. unless she comes naturally. So we showed up the next morning at, like, 6, and they decided to wait it out because contractions hadn't really started. Well, they had just started, but yeah. they were, like, you know, long. Wild, yeah. I didn't I didn't sleep that night at all. I was just, like, yeah, every, like, 30 minutes, I was, like, hey, you Okay. We good? Are we going to the hospital? I was like ready to go. Yeah, yeah, which is super annoying. Right? So Ladies. I hadn't slept. <laughs> it's now noon, and I pass out, right? Yeah. I pass out like face first into the bed. Um, like just like I'm sitting in the chair, face in the bed, and I'm just sleeping. Somehow I ended up on the floor. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I ended up on the floor. But I wake up. Uh, and what had happened in this period of time while I was asleep, because everything happened while I was asleep and nobody woke me up, is <laughs> she went from like three centimeters to ten centimeters in a period of like 15 minutes. Whoa. They were concerned because we were now over 24 hours um, at, since the water had broken and they were they were showing like heart distress from, from baby. Uh. 
Kate had developed a fever over the last two hours, so they're now worried about infection for baby. So they are now inducing, and Kate's pushing, and Kate's pushing, and Kate's pushing, and then suddenly, like, I wake up to, all right, it's time to push, right? And, like, I was like, what? Like, nobody... <laughs> and they'd also discuss the possibility of a C-section while I was asleep, right? Wow. Like, we're just kind of... And Kate wakes up, and I'm like, she's just super calm, and she's like, all right, it's time to go. And so, like, I wake up from, like... I go from zero to 100 in, like, four seconds, because it's like, what's going on? Why Why is everyone here? And it's like, oh, okay, push! <laughs> we got this. Um... Baby comes out. Well, they had to suction the baby. Yeah, there bit, was yeah. there was trauma. There's lots of trauma. Um, baby had swallowed, or the baby's lungs had filled with meconium, yep. um, as well as the stomach had filled with meconium because of how long she'd been in there. And when the, the heart distress went up, so they had to they had to vacuum her out. Um, and they were really quick about it. Like they were just like they were literally like to me. They're like, Dad. When this baby comes out, you have like five seconds to snap a picture to show mom because mom's not going to get to see this baby for a while. And so I'm like, okay. So I'm holding my phone out. Baby comes out, snap photo. So I've got a photo now that I can use against the baby in the future. <laughs> Whenever she lies, I'd be like, I have a photo when you were literally full of shit. <laughs> Wait, I'm going to take one more now. Click. Because you're also full of shit. <laughs> side by side. There's your shit faces. Yeah. Your shit faces right there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, but everything worked out great. And she, yeah. Uh, like the, in the first the, twenty-four were pretty kind of touch and go. Forty. Like, well, not touch and go. Like because what they had to do, the first thing they did is they drained, they pumped her lungs, they oh. pumped her stomach, and they did that so quick. Like I was, I was following them. So the baby comes out. I follow. I snap the photo. Follow them. I took the photo back later after. Um, and they're literally tubes in nose, tubes in mouth, right away, sucking, sucking, sucking. I take a second to show Kate, here's our baby, she's great, I gotta go, special care unit, right? <laughs> and then they walk me out with the baby, uh, while they're still like pumping shit out. And They hook her up to a machine to kind of suck it out through her nose and her mouth. They hook her up to a CPAP machine so she can get oxygen, because she's, she's got very low oxygen levels. Um, and then they have to do the chest x-rays. So they were working on her for about... 25 minutes wow um in total like it was good like it, it took a while for her to cry um you know she was on the CPAP and she was on a stomach pump for about 24 to 36 hours uh we couldn't breastfeed her for the first 18 and we're gonna do we're gonna do a little bit of an episode later about breastfeeding because shit that's a motherfucking bitch <laughs> um oh so she's in the NICU, yeah. and, and we were at the Queensway Carlton Hospital in Ottawa, That's and right. they're fantastic. Yeah, there. super. They have a hospital. they've got a brand new birthing unit, and their staff minus one NICU nurse was fantastic. Um, and like she was just aggressive and loud, like she just just pushing formula all the time. And and the big part here is because she wasn't able to breastfeed for the first eighteen hours, um, she'd gotten used to just because they had her on an IV. And they were giving her, like, sugar saline, um, like, just through a syringe in the mouth. So she'd gotten used to, for the first 18 hours of life, that food comes once something enters the mouth. You don't have to work for it. So when we were trying to latch, that became problematic um, at the 18-hour mark because she's like, no, 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 food just comes into my mouth. And it's still too early to, like, really be pumping high qualities. And I'm fondling my breasts. Yeah, like, it was, it's, it's me doing high. it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Uh, so... 
Uh, also very disturbing at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, no. Uh, Amanda didn't have such luck with uh, producing Eddie McCloston. Yeah. Uh, no, nothing with Eddie. Maybe a little bit, like. Um, but yeah, it, it was pretty crazy. Uh, Eric, she ended up having 22 hours of active labor, and she went uh, uh, 12 of them to 13 of them without taking any sort of uh, drugs. Why? Because she wanted to have it naturally. She well, was just like, I can fucking do it! And then I was like, sure, it's crazy! That's right? so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but don't worry, she eventually went for the drugs, but she held it out as long as she could. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I know people who... I know people who've done it, but I'm just like, why? We we are smart enough to have created a pain reliever so you can give birth and experience this joy without without feeling like your body's being ripped in two. Can we just say props to the ancestors before? Oh my god, <laughs> fucking hey, pour some out for them. <laughs> pour some in as the case maybe. And, right and and here's the thing is like I've. I, I really like Kate is a fucking hero right because she's just like she she went through this trauma she came out of it and, like she went through the struggle with breastfeeding and it was like his now like she owns that shit and you know other than like just not getting sleep she's a fucking champ um, it's just if I had to do it if I had to be the one Oh, we wouldn't. We wouldn't have a baby. No, <laughs> guys were. If it were up to us, guys, there's not many no. guys up to this challenge at all. No, she's she's definitely the rock in this. Like I I support her any way I can, but like, here's what I'm learning shit. But yeah, so so with yeah, so with Eddie, uh, she's she didn't shoot. She she was shows, twelve hours. Yeah, she was twelve hours. No drugs. Twelve hours. No drugs. And like four centimeters dilated, and then she was just like, no, I'm done. I'm done with this. And since they gave her the drugs, she relaxed. And over the next eight, eight, ten hours, Eddie was born. Because, yeah, they gave her the drugs at 2 a.m. and Eddie was born at 11. Okay. So, and then she just relaxed and it was natural. Well, it's, it's good, too, because, like, it takes off, like, it takes off a lot of that pressure. Yeah, because, right? like, her water broke the day before or something. Like, there was, like, an eight-hour window before active labor started. Okay. Right? So, like... She woke How yeah. long? How long were you guys in the hospital with Eddie? Oh, two days. Two days? Two days. Like so right into your room and everything. Yeah. See, we we because uh, we we were there, but we didn't have our baby in our room. No. Which was weird, and we there there everyone kind of had a baby, so we as much as we'd sign up for a private room like on the wait list for ten days. Yeah. Um, it was like they're like, there's no private room, so they put us in a semi-private room, but they're like. Because you guys didn't have a baby, like you don't have your baby with you, we're not going to put anyone else in here. Uh, and then they, and then they did. That was still they did. And they brought in a baby. <laughs> so uh, I went out because we'd ordered a pizza because we were starving. We'd been going for like twenty four hours, right? Um, and so I was going out to pick up the pizza, and Kate's parents were leaving with me, and I saw the nurse that was for the couple beside them, and I made this comment like, I don't really snore that bad, but I was just like, it's like I feel so bad for that couple that are in there with us tonight because. <laughs> I snore so loud and like you know so loud that we were concerned about this like waking our baby and disturbing our baby and now they're not going to get to sleep because their baby's going to be crying every three hours or every two hours to feed and when they're awake they're not going to be able and like I'm just kind of going into this really loudly down the hallway and you can see like the nurse like looks up from charting as she's hearing the story get closer and then she's like hmm she disappears and then I get a text from Kate five minutes later being like all right, they're moving us to a private room. <laughs> so we got our private room. 
Um, nice. And then and then we were there a little bit longer because they kept her in, in the special uh, yeah. care for 48 hours before yeah. giving her to us. And then they wanted her to stay one more night with us. Yeah. So we were there for three nights, four days. Yeah. Actually, technically five days because they didn't admit us the first. Yeah. It felt like home except for that. Did you Did you sleep there? Uh, yeah. Yeah, did they have a bed for you? No, they had a fold-down chair. The fold-down chair that's like a piece of plastic block? It's, yeah. And it's like covered in that like super thick, clear vinyl shit? Uh, yeah, I guess it's covered in that now, sure. <laughs> it was awful. Yeah, it was, the it was worst, one of the worst sleeps it ever. Was and I've worst. been fucking high on drugs and passed out <laughs> in weirder spots. I was like, this thing is torture. This is the worst torture. I went to a physio... Bring a fucking cot, Paris yeah. B. The, the, <laughs> the couple the couple that were in the, the semi-private with us for the, those few minutes, they brought a, they brought a blow-up mattress. And makes I was sense. like, oh my god, that if, we're never having another one, but like... That makes sense. That makes me want to donate, like, camping like cots to like the hospital. The hospital. And I'd be like, you know, let's take a pool on well, this Well, here's the thing though, is like the woman has been the one that's been uncomfortable this whole time, right? Yeah. We haven't really experienced any uncomfort yeah, yet. So this is kind of like our penance. Like yeah, I, I feel like we're oh, yeah, totally, like this is yeah. kind of like also probably a ball shot from the kids once a year. <laughs> so, you know, that's what Amanda would that's what Amanda says anyway when I get when I get bagged. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, it's it's an uncomfortable sleep. Erica's was way quicker. Erica's only actually took six hours of active labor with one push. What? Yeah, the second one was way easier for Amanda. She felt like she was gonna die like in the first trimester and the second trimester just because like everything with meat was horrible and it was just it was the worst pregnancy. She did crave fish at certain point in time. She's like, I need you to cook me fish. And I'm like, what? She's like, yes, you must do it. I can just bring it in, tilapia, whatever. I'm just like, wow, that's my child in there. That's awesome. And then, yeah, I, uh, I went to work, got the guys started. I got called home to, I got called to the hospital. And yeah, I was eating M&M peanuts at the time, not thinking, oh, we got some more time happening with this. We're just having a snack, me and my uh, wife's friend, Jen, there. And uh, a friend of mine, too. And, uh, we just didn't think it was happening. And then all of a sudden, uh, the Jamaican delivery nurse was like, don't push, lady. We have to get those same people who pull the poo out. Yeah. Right? They're like, oh, we see that, that the poo. So, like, they oh, called that team yeah, in, the yeah, meconium yeah. in. And, like, they, called, they, they brought the team in, and then Erica came out with one push, and it was just, like, no active airway. It was almost like she took her shit, and she was like, it's time to leave! And then, like, left the door. That was easy to leave because she's already had a kid. Yeah. Right? And, then, and then, yeah, because they didn't have any... They, like, they went to suck in her out, and they're like, no, there was nothing in her mouth at, at all. I was like, that's crazy. I've actually been... Like, I've heard a lot of stories because I've told a lot of people this story, and, yeah. like, they say that it's actually very common for yeah. girls to end up inhaling... Um, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Um, and a little bit more so than the guys. Um, I, I don't know the truth to that because I'm just hearing this as, like, firsthand stories from people that have had birth. I think birth. what Jam is trying to say is women eat a lot of shit. <laughs> It's not what I'm saying. Don't, <laughs> don't do that to us. All right. Jesus. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. We're in our infancy. Since <laughs> a period piece. <laughs> oh, anyway. God so, damn. No, I know. Um, no, so, uh, yeah, that was Erica. Erica. With, with. Bam. With Eddie. We were only there two nights. Two nights. Yeah, not even. Okay. With Eddie. 
Um, you weren't even close to home, right? No. You were like in Petawawa. I, I was working in Petawawa on Canadian Forces Base, Petawawa, and I got the call at like nine ten in the morning. I was like, "Oh my god, it's just about coffee." I made the drive from Carp or from Petawawa to Carp in around forty eight minutes, and that's like an hour and a half drive. Yeah, <laughs> I highly not advise ever driving like that in any sort of sane conditions. But it was a beautiful fall afternoon. I had the Mazda six with the paddle shift. It was fun. I mean, I was I was really driving towards my son. And so if the police are listening, this is a story. Yeah, this is something made up. Yes. <laughs> Just talk about the Canadian forces and their awesomeness. You can't prove anything. You can't prove anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got pulled over and I'd just been like, man, she's literally in labor right now. Uh, and usually cops are pretty great about understanding on that one. I think they would like turn on their siren and be like, follow me. I've heard that happen in a couple instances, yeah. for sure. I've heard that happen, but uh, that never happened. I got to the hospital, and I was like, let's go. And she's like, no, it's just, it was a light water break. It was like she was like lightly peeing. Yeah. And Maybe she up. was. She, no, she was, because the water had broke, right? She's like, she's like, I know it's not me peeing, but, like, uh, I know this water just keeps coming, especially when I tip a certain way or, like, sit up and, like, get up. So uh, we got into the, like, hospital, like, in the morning, they discharged us at like six, six or seven o'clock, being like, "Yeah, you're not an active later, but yet you're not really dilated at all. Your water is broke, so come back when you start to feel something." And they discharged us, and I was like, "Sorry, baby." She's like, "Yeah, you probably had lots of time." And then I felt like a total asshole for driving crazy like that, and just be like, "I did that for nothing." <laughs> well, it's also your first kid, right? That's right. Like, you get a little bit. Uh, you get hyped little, up. Yeah, yeah, you get you get super hyped up. <laughs> so, yeah. so she eats. We we take her Harvey. She has a, a cheeseburger because meat finally tastes good again. I'm like, oh, right on. Um, and get back to sleep, and she uh, passes out and has like passes out around nine o'clock, and. Uh, Woke up at like 12.30, just in excruciating pain. Like a contraction head start. And she went through, oh God, a lot of time with, it, with the pain. So here's the thing, is there's lots of pain, there's lots of trauma, Yet on our birthdays, we celebrate the person that was born. I know, right? We need to we need to change that shit up. <laughs> what if there was a day we could celebrate mothers? Maybe we could put it sometime in May. Well, no, no. But here's the thing: it's like Mother's Day is a bullshit holiday. Oh, no, I totally right? is. It's a pretty consumerist. Like, yeah, hey, let's take mom out to a nice, expensive like, brunch. Let's 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 seriously like give mom her day. That's more than her birthday. Because on her birthday, we should be celebrating your fucking grandma. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. We're doing that shit without drugs. Without drugs, and, you know, they also didn't have, like, you know, good recreational drugs to help with the pain afterwards, either. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Opium? Was opium? I don't know. Opium has been around forever. There's been two fucking wars. Well, I mean, but, I mean, opium. I'm trying to think about, like, my grandparents are from, like, the Bruce Peninsula, right? Like, so I don't know if my grandma would have been, like, smoking opium. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Just the, just the heroin there and not the real one. Right? <laughs> Don't you know? You just smoke that off the point there. It's that's like the sailor's body. It's not, it's not bad. It's no, not, it's not bad. bad at all. It's right. a good grandma writes him. <laughs> <laughs> Never met the lady. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, so, uh, yeah, yeah. A tale of two stories. We want you to send in your birth stories if you have uh, Yeah, like, because everyone has a unique one. We want to hear yours. 
so you know you can you can tell us on Facebook. Um, at uh, we got Daddy Issues. No, well, Daddy Issues with Champ oh, Kingsbury. Yeah, yeah, that's that's right, Facebook that's is right. Daddy Issues with Champ and Kingsbury. I smoke weed with you. I always forget stuff. Yeah, I know, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on Instagram, we're at we got Daddy Issues. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on Twitter, we're at we got dad issues because there wasn't there enough. enough they didn't have space. enough character spaces, yeah. so we got dad issues. You can email them in uh, we got daddy issues at gmail dot com. Yeah. Uh, we will maybe read them on air. We'll see. Yeah, uh, we will definitely not be watching any videos you send to us because we're not watching birth videos. But just yeah. tell us a story. That's like cool. really, what we want to hear is we want to hear the story about afterbirth. Yes, mostly what the placenta to you looked like and how did it. Like and subscribe.